In this episode of the VR and Chill Podcast, we chill with the crew from Metacosm Studios. What's up, guys? Yo, what's going on? But first, we discuss the MetaQuest 2 price hike. Bought a quest for somebody's birthday. Find out it's 400 bucks that I said, why, yeah. though? VR Chat's implementation of Easy Anti-Cheat. He's the community manager. Like, he, he, he doesn't actually write the code. So, like, I don't think a lot of this blame should, you know, just end up with him. We did lose, like, like I don't want to say a bunch of people, but a lot of people were kind of like, I'm never playing again. I'm going to a different thing. And the future of filming in virtual reality. I want to encourage people to do more film. And Metacosm as a whole also encourages that. All this and more. They got Kakashi. Yo, yo, yo. So come on, come chill with us. Said I just said anime titties, and he's like, bro, sign me up. Instantly down. Same list, bro. <laughs> <laughs> The VR and Chill Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the VR and Chill Podcast, Season 2. We are finally back at it, doing more episodes. Uh, how are you guys feeling? Pretty good. good. Yeah, yeah. Constipated. Ooh, yeah, Season 2? <laughs> Come on, man, you've been here since the beginning. Yeah. You're back at have it. I, yeah, yeah, how does it... Have I? Uh, second episode you first appeared on yeah that's true, that's true, that's true. Yeah, yeah yeah we've been friends for two years now so yeah it's crazy we've come a long way got a new world for season two and beyond and uh i think it looks pretty dope what do you guys think very homely it looks, yeah. it looks, like, <laughs> a, super dope. looks like a podcasting studio let's go <laughs> um just uh yeah and i got a new avatar you guys like my new avatar it's a little blown out in this world i gotta fix that but i think it looks pretty <laughs> You like it, Will? Yeah, it has that sass flavor, but it's definitely something now. All right. Uh, enthusiasm, guys. You know, let's get pumped up. Season two. Yeah, let's oh go. Oh, my God. Hey, I haven't yo. slept. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Woo! Let's go. This is going crazy. So, uh, to catch everyone up, this is the VR and Chill podcast. Uh, this is your first time watching. Uh, we're on YouTube. Uh, and we're also on every single major... Uh, podcast platform so spotify apple music google uh google podcast uh you name it we're on it so if you're listening to our dumb voices in your car hello everyone <laughs> well, we're gonna have kind of like a crazy episode for our first one we're coming out guns blazing but we're gonna talk about some hot topics that have happened since we uh haven't like we stopped doing the podcast i think in august was it i think maybe yes no uh and then I some stuff happened within the vr chat community and uh while we were setting up this new world and everything and now that we're back we want to talk about it and later on if you stay tuned we're gonna have the vr chat movie team come on the metachasm studios i think is that the way you pronounce it they're making into the metaverse movie and uh it's something that's a project i'm really passionate about and really excited about and uh yeah, I can't wait for that. I can't wait to see what they have to say about uh, making films within VR chat. So yeah, it's gonna be dope. After the last, the season finale of last season, I think it was September, maybe late August, early September. VR chat announced that they would be implementing EAC into the game, easy anti cheat, and literally all hell broke loose like within the community. First of all, what is EAC? EAC is uh made by epic <laughs> games it is a anti-cheat software that prevents you from launching cheats as well as detecting them they don't publish how it works because they don't want you to know how it works so you can't work around it 
why was there such a backlash when it came to easy anti-cheat? People don't like change. Um, people don't like losing their mods and things like that. Instead of seeing like the bigger picture, everyone just immediately got angry. And you know, smooth brain like me, we were just basically like, it's gonna ruin the game. There's no point in playing anymore. We're gonna lose all our like special abilities. They're just trying to get more money and things like that. But it's kind of calmed down. Essentially, overnight, basically, right, guys? Like mods were just not in the game anymore. If you if you have you mods, much... the, the game won't won't even open, right? If it detects mods. Yeah, it doesn't even launch. Um, Some people were so... actually getting temp bans for launching their unpatched game with mods. They were getting like seven day bans and things. It's a weird thing because mods have always been against terms of service, right? Now, there's been hearsay, and people have said this, and I've heard people say this, that, well, there's certain mods that VRChat, like, turns ahead to. And then, I don't think that was necessarily true. I just don't think they have implemented anything to stop people from doing it. I think it's a better way to put it. And now they have done so. I mean, what do you guys feel about, like, the, the lack of, of mods in the game now? Do you think it's a good thing, a bad thing? You take a game that's by the creators of the game and for the creators, like we're out here to produce the things that we want and provide that to our community. You take a certain section of that, which is mods. So you got like worlds, avatar mods, uh, clothing, stuff like that. When you take a whole entire facet of the game and just take it away and then put in your blog that we're working with creators and developers to make this stuff happen. But at the same time, banning creators from your game that were working on mods you're sending two really different signals and that was part of the uproar was so what's actually happening here doing this because money or are we doing this because you want a better vr chat like what was it and the thing is too is there was a lot of quality of life mods that weren't disruptive that people have been asking for for years what are some examples? I know like people with uh, hearing disabilities or uh, sign language or uh, like even translators, I think were part of uh, certain mods. Optimization mods. Like back yeah. before they had the thing now where you can hide avatars based on range. That was a mod, allegedly. Not, not admitting to mod usage. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the, the thing that sucks too is like, I never really used mods. Um, so when they when they did this, it didn't really affect me in any other way because I just continued to play the same way that I always have. But I can see why so many other people were pissed off about it. I don't think the community reacted in the right way. Um, like going out and attacking staff members. What's the one dude's name? Tupper. He's the community manager. Like he 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 doesn't actually write the code. So like I don't think a lot of this blame should, you know, just end up with him. Every online game that I've played that has a community manager, <laughs> the community managers are loved until they're not because people are yelling at them. And it's just, yeah. that's just the way it is. Yeah. I, I hope he gets paid well. I, I definitely hope that's a thing. Because <laughs> definitely in probably intern salary, honestly. You, you asked like, what was like one of the most influential mods and the mirrors, the personal mirrors that people could set up like all around them. Those were a huge, yeah. those were 
a huge thing for Sony people that were like, you know, rather than having your camera out and like adjusting it and how you look, and then everybody can see your camera and you look like a narcissist, you can be a covert narcissist with all these mirrors surrounding you. You can talk <laughs> to people and not even be looking at them. I mean, you know, not that that's actually how everybody rolls, but yeah. So that was one of the things they took away. Uproar, most definitely. Yeah. There's also the, the conspiracy is... of like being spied on by uh, EAC. 40% of Epic's owned by Tencent, which is a Chinese parent company. But like, they're not really tracking exactly what you're doing because almost like every single AAA game nowadays has anti-cheat. So it doesn't really right. surprise me that they would implement it to this. Well, I've heard a lot of people say that easy anti-cheat is easy to get through. It's garbage. So it prevents script kiddies, which are the kids who don't know anything about programming, who just buy hacks their hacks will get patched out and then they'll just buy more hacks and it just honestly it gets hackers more money in my opinion until they actually go after the hack like the people writing the code legally you know some people say that now that eac is in vr chat mods have are going to disappear and that's not true right like i stuff I, I definitely have gone to a public world since then and people are teleporting you all over the world and you're like flying remember that we were in that world that one time so they passed out client mods. Client mods are right. programs that run in the in the folder of VR chat. So you've got the folder and then all the things inside of it to make the game run. They're applications or link libraries that literally enable mods. The thing is, is that what they skipped was people can still bypass a client mod just by having a mod in their avatar. So they can upload things to do via like crashers and stuff like that into avatars the avatars are made in unity right so that's the way they're getting in now is like through avatar right. that's crazy i think the the real problem with this was that people use the mods for quality of life right and they've been asking vr chat to implement these features for ever for years it's, i've been in the game since 2020 and they've been asking at least since then and so they implement everyone gets pissed off and then vr chat adds all of these features within literally not even a month this gets brought up time and time again that the vr chat community uh, devs don't care about its community what, what, what do you guys feel about that because i personally feel like it's bullshit you feel like it's bullshit like they do care or they don't care about their community i mean it, it's their baby like why why would they not care about their community are we like us we wear the avatars we go to the worlds you know what i mean the community builds this shit a game without a community makes no money the only game i can think of where they like strictly say we don't care what the people want we're making what we want to escape from tarkov i'm thinking about a game that i played for 15 years and when i started playing that game i saw the passion i saw the the love and the desire to make this game into something for everybody and there was the the feedback channels and stuff were a uh, game and development discussion uh the different ways to get in touch with them was very personal things like that years later small studio is now worldwide making so much money and they change little small shifts in attitude, like the game and idea development discussion is no longer called that. Now it's features and ideas, feedback and things like that. So you start to see from humble beginnings to corporatization.
And right. do I think that VR chat is going down that path? Yeah, probably it is. Because how else are you going to survive in a capitalist society without money? I mean, let's face it, that's obviously a huge thing. So the driving force behind offering a service for people to play, subscribe to, patronize, all this stuff is money. At the end of the day, money. I really just feel like when VRChat started making money and things like that, um, that's when they finally showed that they cared about the community. um, Because... I guess like they found some type of value in the community and that's when they started just like going down this path of implementing a lot of stuff back to back to back to back. They started working on things and that's when EAC was like brought in and things like that. Discord doesn't make very much money if at all. The cost of their servers and to actually run the company they're they're not making any money. The reason they have money and 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 are going ahead with everything is there's like this whole idea that you have a community of people which is worth a certain amount of money right it's the whole idea that the people are there we got to get to the future to make money when the iphone implemented that thing where they couldn't track you now facebook's kind of fucked because they're like well fuck we're not making as much money on our ads anymore and and, and vr chat and discord have no ads so to get to where you're actually making money that's sustainable is it, crazy. I mean, VRChat, the server cost must be fucking insane. The constant switching in and out of avatars, people going to worlds, you know what I mean? People staying in worlds for 40 plus hours. Like, th- that, that, that must be crazy. VRChat is growing at a, at a rate that is blowing the doors off of, you know, VR or socializing platforms and things, then investors are going to say, hey, tell me about your platform. What can we do to uh, get our name into your platform or, you know, partnerships and stuff like that? So then you start looking at how how is VR chat using the people, the, the subscriber base that they have to their advantage to make more money? Other than subscriptions, because subscriptions is just like the smallest part of anything. I mean, as soon as Facebook gave VRChat millions of dollars and VRChat implemented the Quest and the Quest 2 and it split the community down in half, like people disagree with me on this, but I think Quest ruins a lot of great experiences in VRChat because you're in a public world, you're on PC, and these people can't see your avatars. So there's literally mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of people that can't see your avatar. To convert an avatar to Quest, you have to literally change the SDK completely to yeah. Android. Yeah, and they can't go to certain worlds. So, like, say you're hanging out with people in in the black hat, you're making friends, you meet some really cool people, like, oh, I really want to show you this world. Guess what? They can't go to it. It it, it creates this divide, in my opinion, of it's almost like different classes. It's like people like sometimes will view quest users like oh they're poor and like people that have an index or whatever are rich and it creates this like class of people almost it's kind of fucked up you know it's kind of interesting that you have that particular view let's go with an airline because this is easier to like break down you can pay for the economy seats that are dirt cheap or you can pay for a first class ticket both are going to get you to the same place but there are going to be certain amenities with it along the way Questies bring foot traffic into VR chat. 
they give exposure to the game they bring more money to the system because a questie can pay for a vr chat plus subscription just like anybody else can same for deskies now does it split the community no here's why without questies we wouldn't have them anyway we'd never see them going into worlds like black cat or midnight rooftop that is pc and quest compatible sure we can interact with those people we can be friends with those people but if we want to take them to a pc only world yes we don't get to do that that at that point in the past i have bought somebody an index before just so they can see my avatar i know that's totally ridiculous but the fact <laughs> is is that vr chat vr chat is making progress by allowing more people to have access to its platform i mean i agree with you that it's it's not 100 percent a bad thing but i mean could you imagine like in, in a game that's supposed to be virtual reality right a virtual version of reality could you imagine if reality you just simply could not see someone because you didn't have enough money and there's like the quest kids and you know what i mean under like people that i just don't want to hang around like the going back to like vr chat doesn't like its community or doesn't care about its community i think a lot of it stems from from that is there's a lot of 20 something year olds that play this game i mean think about it. they're the ones who are making avatars who are making worlds they're the ones who are trends uh setters they're the ones that make things popular like the the whole e-boy thing and the whole e-girl thing and the way the avatars look and you know what i mean i, I feel like a lot of them take on like a persona of like you know we kind of we are the ones who make vr chat what it is not some fucking five-year-old that goes to public worlds and screams the n-word at people i lived through the transition like i started playing during ugandan knuckles because i honestly thought that shit was funny as fuck and right. then back then you would never see an anime avatar like everyone was just a meme and then it slowly transitioned into like it went from meme town usa to a metaverse like we're slowly getting further and further into like ready player one type stuff like now you can play yeah. games and everything in VR. I mean, it's it's crazy, and I can't wait. I'm so excited about this this technology and where it's going to go. And I think that's why people there's a lot of feelings when it comes to this is because they don't want someone like Zuckerberg to control the metaverse. I was watching a, a thrill seeker video when he talked about the EAC thing, and he was like, "Well, he, he believes that the the I think he literally said it that the wild 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 west of VR chat is ending." I feel like you need some stability if you want to monetize. Like, if they're going to start selling stuff in-game, they need a way to prevent people from skipping the payment and hacking their way into it. I don't know the right. like, logistics of that. I also kind of wish that there was an 18-plus VR chat somehow. Like, I feel like if that was implemented, my life would become so much easier. I'm chilling in, like, a black hat, and some, like, 10-year-old comes up to me and just screams the N-word over and over again. And I'm, if you want to stream on Twitch, that'll get you banned just because someone else says it. That's a big thing because I feel like content creators and streamers are the ones who get people to play this game. So many people get into uh, VR chat because they saw a video online of it. Speaking of video, uh, just a shameless plug, uh, we recently uh, released the VR and Chill episode uh, show episode 2, right? Yeah, 2. I'm working on 3 right now. 2. Uh, <laughs> you guys check that out. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, it's pretty I good. It's a little... I need, I need, I need, I need to watch it now. Yeah, I do. Yeah, watch it. Got a whole storyline. Yeah, it's got a whole storyline and everything. The VR and Chill show is gonna be a lot different than the podcast. So, like, this is open conversation, just you know, uh, informational shit. Uh, I'm gonna make some jokes and shit too. But the show gets wacky. You know, I basically 
back, I smoke some weed, and I come up with just wacky ideas that, you know, a guy in the metaverse will experience at one point or another. You know, like his girlfriend breaking up with him and <laughs> him being lonely in the rain. <laughs> it's so dumb, cringe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you guys have any final thoughts on, like, the, the whole EAC thing or... Um, I wanted to go back to uh, when you said that EIC, like, improved the community or, like, not. Um, <clears throat> I feel like, in a way, with the mods, especially the specifically the mods that uh, created the ability to look for a public avatars without, like, having to have the player in front of you to copy them, um, this created a way of... Um, people who wanted the avatars and things like that, they have to actually go out and pay for them. Like even myself, since the mod was gone, I paid for quite a few avatars where I wouldn't have in the first place. And I feel like that community boost that was there, like um, I've seen a boost in the website Juxi, which is a website where you can look for avatars and things like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been using it for quite a while, and I've I'm seeing, you know, content creators of like you know avatars and world things like that, jumping over to this platform, and the sad reality is also the people who share files has gone up. Um, there there's stuff like that that's always been a problem, but I feel like it's been more of a problem now, of people just yeah. sharing. So you win some, you lose some. I also wanted to talk about, like, uh, like that I was saying, like, since VRChat Plus was implemented, that they implemented a lot of other stuff. Um, so, like, things that they Im implemented since VRChat Plus was, like, the things that came with it, such as the invites, the gallery, the things like that. But they also implemented things like the fallback avatars. Um, th that was a big thing so that you don't see robots. They updated the engine for Unity to 2019 which caused a lot of things to be able to do more in unity for uh avatars and things like that uh they did account security update they changed the quick menu they created avatar dynamics fizz bones things like that like the ik 2.0 is now a thing like it's just like i feel like they're doing more since it than they were doing before honestly yeah, I, kind of I, felt I, like they're they're holding off putting it out until they had the staff to implement all the stuff as fast as they did. Because, like, mm -hmm. as you just said, Fizzbones, that was a mod for, like, almost two years before it became in-game. Yep. And mm -hmm. yep. as we were talking earlier, the quest was the reason that got delayed. Yeah. But they it's... finally implemented it. Yeah. I mean, it's so nice. And, like, you know, if people are watching, like, Fizzbones are, like... Well, it's not working for some I don't reason. Have, I, I don't have it. Because <laughs> I didn't implement uh, it. I hate it. Just reaching over, touching your face. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah, look yeah, at yeah. Uh, Cigar, like, he can, like, actually, like, touch his hair and has it move, like, moves around. And, like, I could go over there and touch it. It's really dope, you know? You know, you can go up and, like, touch someone's titties and shit. And they, like, bounce up and forth. Like, you know, if my girlfriend's sitting there, oh like, I'll go God. up and just, like... I'll just like poker titty, little punching like, bags. Like, just, like, <laughs> if you get them, if you get that shit right in, in Unity, man, like you could just like poke it and just moves just a little bit. It's so realistic. So <laughs> the only thing that I've got left to add is, you know, with the whole EAC thing, I'm 
ambivalent about it, but I've become a little bit more comfortable with it. The reason is because the pretenses at which they said they were pushing it out was because of client modifications being dangerous and also people's accounts being stolen due to like uh, modified clients key logging and things like that. Okay, look. In the four years that I've played VR chat, never has anybody that I have talked to or been within earshot of said that their account got stolen. Microsoft isn't going to say, we're going to stop releasing Windows because people are getting ransomwared. They're not going to do that. Like, that's right. user user beware of what you're clicking on and things like that. So that's an excuse. To me, that was an excuse. The whole modified clients are dangerous thing. Okay, that one I can buy into more. Modified clients are dangerous to the VR chat, like the VR chat ecosystem, because it allows people to get into places that they should not necessarily be in. That makes sense. But it's not dangerous because of this mod is dangerous to me, a end user. It's that it's dangerous than the company. And that I understand. The pretense, not so hot. The execution after they released it though, I'm pretty satisfied. Like, I think they've done okay. And I'm watching with bated breath to see how they continue to release new features. And like you were talking about the, the tiering of features and whatnot. I'm curious to see what they do with it. So, yeah. I was going to say, I haven't been crashed since the update came out. So there's that plus. But what they were talking about was like, anytime I don't you... think I have either. I don't think I have either. Yeah. yeah I see, so like, anytime you... You get a malicious mod, so like, say you want to get "quote unquote" Photoshop for free, and you get a key cracker. That's malware. Like, whoever developed that key cracker oh, yeah. is in your computer. A lot of little kids play this, and a lot of little kids were the ones doing the crashing. So I'm guessing someone's like family computer got tanked, and they blamed VR chat for it, or something like that. Right. So it would have been covering well, their ass too. Well, there was that thing going around where like people who were sharing files for Unity, such as Dynamic Bones. Um, they were implementing like a what is it something in it so that it gets your when you go to upload it it takes that information and it's yeah. not just in game that's something that you know you shouldn't have downloaded that or shared that you should have bought it you know that's user beware you know what I mean that has nothing to do with VR chat I know that there was like apps that you can download like on your phone and you can like sign into your VR chat account and you could see all of your friends. And for a while, uh, you could actually see who blocked you. I remember someone telling me this, like you could see who blocked you. So like everyone was downloading this app cause you know, drama and VR chat, they want to see, you know, who the fuck doesn't want to hang out with them, you know? And, uh, I also think that was a big problem too, where there were like, that they were grabbing your uh, login details and you would lose your lose your account there's a lot of stories in vr chat like that i think are just bullshit too like i remember back in the day someone told me like oh yeah someone could brick your pc just by like pointing something at you like there's <laughs> oh, no yeah. fucking way there's no way and i would have arguments with people if people believed this like no it happened to my friend or it happened to me i'm like you're a liar there's no fucking way it's like right after they announced the EAC thing, people were saying, like, if you go into a lobby, they're going to hack you. You're going to lose your account. Like, it's scare tactics, yeah. in my opinion. Modern PCs, they have protections against these things. Like, if your CPU throttles up like crazy and it gets too hot, your computer shuts down before it completely, completely bricks itself. So they 
idea that someone can like throw a laser at you and ramp <laughs> up your fucking GPU and overcook it. It's just not going to happen. So your frame rate will slow down and your game will crash before that happens. That's true. Yeah, it will crash and then, you know, your PC might turn off. That's definitely a thing that could happen. But it won't break your PC. You'll just, you know, wait for it to cool down, turn it back on and everything's fine. Um some more hey, things I, I want to talk say, about. We oh, we go on. Uh, you're you're editing you're editing this, right? You're editing this? Uh so well, let's take the opportunity right here to give Ether some love. Ether is uh, my editor. Uh, she does tons of work for me. It's pretty dope. Uh, Ooh, for you, is one of my best friends. I've known her for two years. Um, you want to introduce yourself, my dude? Oh yeah, sure. I'm Sigari. I've been playing VR chat for four years, and I like to hang out at Club Worlds, do some DJing, party with my friends, go to relaxing places, and vibe out. And then Goomba. And- We've been friends for like a year now, I'm right? Goom- Shit, it's been a minute. Yeah, roughly like half a year, but yeah. I'm Goomba Steve. Uh, I go by many names. Uh, some people know me as Ass. Uh, some people know me as other <laughs> so, names. So. <laughs> <laughs> the people that are watching, and this is basically going to be the setup for season two, is we'll have a general conversation in the beginning, crack some jokes, talk about some news, uh, things that are going on within the community. And then I will have a topic that we talk about the rest of the episode and we'll have guests on that are relevant to that said topic. So like I said in the beginning of the episode, we're going to have the VR chat movie people coming on, uh, the Metacosm studio. They'll be on in like a half hour. I'm looking at the time right now. Um, um, talk about e- Metacosm, chasm. So. Sounds like orgasm to me. They're awesome, man. Like, <laughs> VR chat content, I'm telling you, VR chat content is going places, Not safe man. for work. The yeah. ability to record in a 3D space with nothing but the like the, the only cost is your headset, right? Now that cameras are on Quest, like look at what we're doing right now, and we're four people that live five people if you include Ether that live in different areas of the world, and we're sitting in front of each other having a conversation like within a few feet of each other. That's cool crazy like that's vr that's where the money's at putting people in a virtual space where they can like interact and uh, it blows my mind like that is just crazy when i first started i got a lot of new people commenting on my videos saying like you know i've never played vr chat like come on in join us i mean hey i've had people hit me up on instagram like yo let me get in the podcast and they'll be on future episodes like i'm really really chilling we just want to hang out with cool people, man. We just want more cool people in the metaverse. The podcast is informational. We give you the information about the metaverse and VR chat, right? And different communities and shit. The VR and chill show is more comedy, but it's like an exaggerated version of things that people might experience while playing VR chat, you know, dating someone and going through a breakup and drama. And we always put like a comedic spin on it, you know? Yeah, the, the joke that, you know, every fucking e-girl is a guy until proven otherwise, right? Oh, that that was in the second true episode. For all internet interactions. <laughs> yeah, yeah there are, it's the rules of the internet. There are no women on the internet. Uh, but dude, it hits different <laughs> on VR chat. You know what I mean? When when you're chilling in the in the metaverse and you're trying to pick up a lady cuz you just don't feel like going out to the real bar to do it. You know? You put all this work in, you get back to the private room, and then boom, it's a dude. 
That shit's more real. I think it hits home, you know, instead of some dude in a fucking Call of Duty lobby with a girl voice changer on or some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a little different in VR chat. <laughs> what? Like, yeah. Oh, I've had that happen. You know, you get back and it's it's actually a dude and female avatar. It's just, I guess I'm the type of person that doesn't care. <laughs> but you're bisexual. I'm talking about a yeah, straight I'm man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to fuck like, with oh, okay. the... <laughs> parts are welcomed. We're gonna so like we have so many episodes <laughs> planned for for this the season. We're gonna do our ERP episode, so we'll talk about traps for sure. And hey, you know, Ether, when you're watching this, remember this part. You got you got to do your uh, e boy voice. Episode two, maybe <laughs> we put this in the episode flashback. <laughs> I've been practicing, like, my male voice without a voice changer. Can we get an exclusive uh, sneak peek to uh, to what you got going on there? <laughs> nah. <laughs> you no, know, no. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I can't. When you do your podcast about traps, I'll do it. Okay. Okay. Uh, you said you would do your oh, yeah, e-boy voice on that. the ERP episode. I did say that. Yeah. I did say that. <laughs> yeah, you did. So I'm excited for I'm, that. I'm gonna be an e-boy that that episode. I'm gonna... We're gonna have furries on next episode. <laughs> How do you guys feel about furries? Are, are you a furry? A I'm not a huge fan, but they're cool. Yeah. yeah. This is about as furry as I get. Whoops. There you go. I got the cat <laughs> ears. Yeah, I got the ears. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing against furries. I just feel bad that they're like the most picked on group uh, on the internet. Like it's just such an easy target. It's kind of dumb. Man, I don't think they deserve all the hate, but... Well, people take on things that they don't understand. Like... Yeah. I feel like furries are the OG VR chatters, if you think about it. Like, in yeah. real life. The money! You know, yeah. and they well, support too. Them, a them lot costumes of are expensive. Yeah, they yes. do. And I draw, like, I draw like I'm an artist. Uh, that's how I fund a lot of this, you know, editing and, and production and shit. If it's too not safe for work, that's when I charge more. But hey, that's just the name of the game, you know? At the end of the day, you're just talking to a human being. Yeah. Fur furries is just a way of wearing some of your identity. You know, like, we're talking right. about e-girls and e-boys. Look, I can be an e-girl, too. There is no right way to present yourself in VR. At all. Ever. Like, anybody that says there is, is wrong. When I see people talking about furries in like a disparaging way even though that's not my community i'm like why why would you do that like you're they're just people <laughs> you know yeah i feel like that's what makes vr chat so special too it's like people can be just whatever they want you know if you want to be a fucking teacup like be a teacup what is the difference between what we're doing right now versus what they're doing you know what i mean or stereotypes like people stereotype yeah. each other you know like Absolutely. furries are weird they all fuck each other and like they have orgies and like i don't know hey, actually i don't Maybe know I don't, why is that a bad thing a why is that a bad thing like <laughs> fucking other people is that bad like big group no sweaty no no yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is extra hair. <laughs> just, the only thing bad about this is I can imagine that room smells really bad. There's a bunch of sweaty people. Oh, sweaty yeah, animals. like a convention. You know when you, like, you're a with someone, 
Have you ever lived with someone and like, like, uh, they have like their partner over or something and like they fuck and you walk in the room like an hour later and it just smells like sex? It's like that sex smell. Such a bad smell. <laughs> so what oh, we're hearing shit. now is that you're a virgin because you have to have a roommate to smell that. I mean, I smell like I, I, I like if I fuck someone, it smells right. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> Did you hear that? Saz is a virgin. There oh, we yeah, go. Totally. Man, dude, so much has happened since uh, the end of season two. Like, we got the second episode of the VR and she'll show out. Please go check that out. We worked really hard on it. Uh, we got this world done, which fucking looks amazing. Ether, get some shots up. Boom, 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 boom. I got this new avatar, which is really weirdly lit in this world. So it just kind of looks kind of weird. Uh, we're, we're dedicated on bringing you guys content. Please subscribe and click that like button because it means a lot and it really helps me out. So is there anything else you want to touch on before we get to the VR chat movie into the metaverse? I mean, I touched on you, but you're across the table. Oh, oh shit. What the hell? Here I swear to God, with you the show, people it. are gonna people are gonna start thinking I'm gay because I keep on writing gay jokes and and, and yeah, the, the rape. So I, I'm I have, going. I think that's gonna happen too. <laughs> I have like this whole scenario plan for uh, episode three, where like this like is a dream sequence, and like there's like this e girl dancing on me. But like the can't like she goes down on me, right? Give me that that blow job. I can see and how then, it's like, a dream sequence. Yeah, well shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the camera the camera like pans back, like the camera like does a thing and then it, like it reveals that like she turned into a furry or some shit, like it was actually a furry. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. But I wanna do like That's this funny. opera moment. Where there's like this like opera music playing almost and like as like it goes ah, it like goes zooms into my face and i'm like ah, like you know what i mean as she's giving me that blowjob like you should ironically you should ironically use unholy i cannot escape that song in vr chat holy shit yeah I can't I escape what it. is that I, i've never heard that song before you're memeing right oh, now, right? <laughs> what is really? it? What's the song? Oh, I'll link it to you. I'll... It's called okay. Unholy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Just hearing it, just bringing it up. If anyone out there that's watching wants to help, maybe you want to be a background character. Maybe you want to have, like, if you got full body and you want to be, like, an actual character in the show, you want to come on the podcast. Like, we need help. You know? So if you guys want to come in and be a part of something really cool, just hit me up. Uh, my Discord is linked uh, on the channel art above. Uh, well, not on here, but like on my main uh, page. Um, yeah, but the so only thing that's like an... whatever. <laughs> you know how hard it is to get you available for things. You'll be like, yeah, I'm let's sorry. do it, and I'm then you're busy, like, you know, and then like eight o'clock rolls around, you're sleeping. I'm like, god damn it. Yeah, she's busy avoiding you. That's a, no, it's a lie. She she has helped me from the very beginning. I'm extremely yeah, grateful and in your debt. So it's because I believe um, in you. Hell yeah, we're gonna do it. We're gonna meet. We're season two. We're gonna reach a thousand subs. We're gonna do it. Right, we're, we're almost at four hundred right now, and that's, that's within a year. Yeah, yeah so beautiful. it's YouTube is a grind, man. It's so hard, but we're gonna do it. We're just gonna see it. We're gonna see it through. Yeah, so the only things I could really think about that's happened uh, in, in news and shit that's uh, 
is uh the the quest is now four hundred dollars. Um, they upped the price oh for Quest Two. Yeah, because they oh, discontinued. Yeah, so I actually bought a quest for somebody's birthday, and when I went to Amazon to buy it and found out it was four hundred dollars, I said, "Wait a second, is this a reseller price or is this the actual price?" Find out it's four hundred bucks. That I said, "Why yeah. though? Like, why?" They just Facebook. It. Yeah, it's terrible. The four hundred dollar version is one hundred twenty eight gigs. The five hundred dollar version is two hundred fifty six gigs. There you go. So here's and it's the a thing. quest. It's a quest, though. That's yeah. Here, yeah, that's the thing, though. That's the thing. So, like, when when kids get a quest, right? There's, there's, they're, they get it for gaming. Am I wrong? Like, that's why you buy a quest. No, like, yeah, the, the play Beat exactly. Saber, the the the, the play yeah. VR Chat, even though VR Chat's really not a game. If you're 12 years old and your parents are like, "All right, uh, quest is 400, right? A fucking Nintendo Switch is 300." Yeah. So if it's your, if it's some kid's birthday, like, are we gonna quest? Are we going to give them a get get them a switch? It's generally cheaper or right around the same amount of money. Like, have you ever seen that South Park episode where Cartman wants a, a fucking iPad, but his mom's like, "What about the Tobi, to, Toshiba Handy Book?" And he like freaks out on his mom, like, you know, yeah. shit's fucking yeah, pricey, man. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, if I had a kid and I was tight for money, I'd be like, "Bro, why don't we just get you some Nintendo Switch? Fucking play Mario and shit. It's cheaper." You might use it more. I wonder if that was the right move for them because they were definitely in a situation where it was cheap and affordable. And if Facebook really wants to build this metaverse, which I think is going to fail, it's going to burn and crash the way they're doing it. But why do you think that? Not the way to derail you. Finish your thought, but then I want to know why you think that. Well, I mean, I think that because it's heavily corporate. It's too fucking corporate. Like it's super corporate. You don't get. All, you can't customize your avatar like you can in VRChat. You can't be exactly who you want to be. Uh, you don't have legs. And then they show off some fucking cringe-ass video. We can put it in the video when we edit it of Zuckerberg coming out on stage. He's like, hey, we have legs now. But it was all fucking pre-done. It wasn't like uh, actual hardware running that. Like, it was right. it was all pre-done with, like, uh, body suits and shit. I forget what you call motion it. Motion capture. Motion capture. Yeah, motion yeah. capture. It's just super well, this cringe, is, this dude. Is just, the, this is just graphics suck. Yeah, I mean, I mean the graphics but like, suck. Uh, but yeah, but like they weren't using the technology that's in the Quest Pro, which is or a whole yeah, other conversation. Right, fucking yeah, yeah. fifteen hundred dollars. So that's being marketed towards Ooh. like colleges and businesses yeah, because business. it also has the AR lenses. Yeah. So it, that is, they're going commercial. They don't. It's not like a. I guess it is for consumers, but they're trying to sell it to companies. So, like, but here's because here's the thing with that. Now. They want to go into business, right? Bad, right? And with uh, with remote work and everything. But if you're a company, right? Are you really want a headset? Because one, webcam, laptop, or just PC, right? It's going to last longer. It's going to be more reliable, and you're going to get more for your money. It's just a shitty business move to like go all VR mm. with like this business model, in my opinion, at least right now. It's just not going to last so, like, forever. I guess, you buy a laptop and you're going to be guess, good for at least four years, five years. Like, say you go to Ikea, you get like, you, they give you like a Quest Pro and you get like a scan of your room and like you can see an augmented reality of the furniture you're buying in your house. Like, I feel like that's what they're trying to go for is that would be selling cool. real world products using augmented reality with the Quest Pro. This reminds me of an idea that I had a long time ago, and I'm going to reveal it because I realized that it's not 
feasible, but <laughs> so I have this idea for AR where the people that were going shopping for you are wearing a, a little AR pass-through headset and they, it's got like a camera on it so you can actually shop vicariously through the person going shopping for you and you can be a voice in their ear, oh, what's that? Oh, let's get that and things like that. Huge idea that I had. I investigated a little bit, then I realized there's too many issues with like personal, you know, privacy yeah. and things, so it didn't take off. But that's the direction. That is the direction that everything is trying to move is towards the business AR integration with the consumers and businesses. Like we're close. I'm not crazy about Facebook or Meta, whoever they're called this week, but the fact is that they have the money, they have the loyal fan base, the Instagram users, the stuff like that. They have people that are still on Facebook. Plus they tap a whole other like segment of the community. They're tapping the 30 way plus 40 somethings and things like that. If you can bring all of that together and you get all of these people into something and they say, well, where's the customization? And then VR chat's over here waving, hi, hello. Then all these people are gonna flood over to VR chat. It's gonna be a trickle at first, but once the word's on the street that, you know, they get it and they have access to it, boom, there you go. We're trying to get users into the VR ecosystem, not necessarily into one game or the other. But like, yeah, have you guys I seen mean, what Walmart's doing? I mean, I, when I worked we're at like, Walmart, they, that's like the first year they got VR headsets in and they were like using it to train their employees and shit. Well, not just that. There's like the virtual Walmart where you buy your stuff, put it in your basket, and then they ship it to you. Like, you virtually grocery shop, like in the store, and yeah. like they'll sell you that. I think virtual reality is the future, man. But, you know, Facebook is hemorrhaging money left and right. Like, their uh, VR plan is, is right now, if you look at this, it's just not working for them. Like they're, they're in trouble and they're hemorrhaging people on Facebook itself. All, all of the young people are all, they're all going to Instagram. They're going to Twitter or whatever the new social media thing is. Right. And TikTok, TikTok, dude, I mean, look at MySpace, dude. If you can't fucking capture both crowds, your platform is going to die. And these new kids, they don't want to be on a platform where their parents are on and their grandparents are on. And now that they can't make very much money on ads when, when people have like Apple devices and shit. I don't think their plan is going to work the way that they, they see it, but that's, that's just my opinion. I want to see more adoption of VR. Like you, you, you read it on blogs and comment sections and you know, places like Reddit and other VR is dying. VR is dead. It's, and I'm thinking, is it though? Like, this is where I go to socialize all There's weekend. The, all those people don't play <laughs> VR chat, dude. Exactly. It's just no, not those for people, them. Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. They're not in the VR ecosystem. They're not a yeah. part of where we want them to go. If everybody, and I get what Facebook was trying to do or Meta, they were trying to increase user adoption by offering a subsidized and inexpensive headset. It's too bad that the price has gone up because my hope, my personal hope, is that every person, every household, has at least one VR headset so that if they need to do something VR, they can. <laughs> it's so expensive though. I, you have little monitors that you have to put into a device that sits on your face, doesn't fall off. You've got to have controllers. It's expensive. I get it. Hopefully we can get to a point where, you know, technology shrinks. Prices come down along with that. Will it happen? I don't know. 
Time will tell. Sorry, I'm really passionate yeah, about this. Like, I want it. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I want I, it to I grow. I want yeah, it to grow, too. but I'm also afraid. I'm also definitely afraid if if if, if Meta is the one who does it. I don't like that future because I feel like we will get into a time a hundred years from now. I'll probably be long dead where people just choose to be in tubes and they spend their whole life in virtual reality. No, oh, like I, I feel like it will get that good. The Matrix. It, if food tastes as good or better and and sex is really fucking good like you can get in and just fuck and you can go with a push of a button you can go fucking see the pyramids or go to outer space and it's like highly realistic like you wake up one morning i want to be a pirate and then you're a pirate for a week you're on the seas fighting other pirates and it's real dude it's it's over like real life has no chance of you know what I mean? So I'm a pilot in training right now. I will say that if you play Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020 and you have a VR headset on, it looks absolutely mind blowing. There have I have sent friends and family pictures of where I've gone, both in real life and, <laughs> and in Flight Simulator, just around my local community. Some days they don't know if it was real or not because it's so good looking in VR. Oh, yeah. We're getting there. It's just different implementations and different ways of presenting. We're not to the photorealism. We haven't broken the uncanny the uncanny valley enough to have photorealism in like VR with people. But look at this table. This table looks great. Like this whole world was really well done. Good baking. Oh yeah. Uh, and we're so, close. I was at a panel by like Ubisoft, uh, Epic, and I can't remember the other people, but it was right as VR started picking off. They said super realistic does something psychologically to you or actually ruins the experience so cartoonism is on purpose yeah i've heard that as well yeah i can get realism touch some real grass or i can go to steam and buy i mean grass touching simulator well realism comes. I, I, i want that when it can simulate reality better than reality can that's when i want that but right now like I, I I rather see like anime titties and shit. Like it well, just, okay, but that's that's just <laughs> it though. That's just it. Let me ask you this. So hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into that that dark world of sex for a moment. The the technology motivator. What if you could have a person, a woman, standing in front of you that looked like a woman that moved and everything was correct and not cartoonishly ridiculous? That. Would you rather have sex with that or would you like a person that was literally standing in front of you or would you rather have sex with anime titties? Because Both. if we were there, yes, if we were there, there are going to be the people that do not want anime titties <laughs> and there are the people that are going to want real life. That's where the push is going is towards that photorealism. And as we continue to be horny and, you know, main on horny, keep developing for that segment. We're going to see leaps and bounds in the VR development space. So I want to cut this short. We will talk. We'll keep so the glad. not safe workshop for the, the ERP episode. I'm sure. so glad horny um, on main is where we <laughs> ended. <laughs> I, I love talking about it though, man. Um, so yeah, thanks for coming on guys. Uh, and we will see you in a few minutes with the VR chat movie team. Yo, that was pretty cool. But before we go back to the podcast and talk to Metacosm Studios, I'm currently in the Red Carpet Theater talking to the E-People and asking them their opinions on the Into the Metaverse movie. So what was your first thought when you heard about like a VR chat movie?
I'm gonna lie, a uh, little bit cringe. I, I've not seen a whole <laughs> lot of... I, I'm being perfectly honest. The idea of it, I kind of thought it was a little cringe. This is my first time hearing about a movie being made in VRChat. As soon as the, the trailer came on, I, I didn't think I personally would have liked it. But by the end, I was just, I wanted the movie to come out. Now, after seeing the trailer, I'm way impressed from where I was. But I was definitely a little skeptical, I'll be honest. I was really happy about it because I did think that it was definitely possible. When I, I heard of that, I think I was thinking of the Spider-Verse one. How do you feel about the trailer? Did you like it? I liked it a lot. I think that having the like cartoonish style definitely helped with because uh, with like the movements because even if you're in full body, sometimes movements still look weird and jarring. So I think by having it kind of like a cartoonish element, it made it so it wasn't really that noticeable. I'm a big sucker for comedy and I really had some like good laughs just from the trailer. So the, with the movie itself, I'm pretty sure that it's going to be like really wacky and really goofy and funny. And I really, really like that. I don't know exactly what's going to happen throughout the movie, but at the same time, it definitely makes me intrigued to go and watch it. Just based off of all the characters that are there, you know, seeing some people off of YouTube too, like Fia. It, it definitely makes me interested in, in what they're going to do. Fia. <laughs> Hello. Uh, it seems really funny. Oh, yeah. I definitely recognize some of the worlds too. Fine, I'll put shoes on. It's like you're out in public, man. Put some shoes on. We're doing an interview. <laughs> trying to be classy here, okay? All right. Where do you think like VRChat content is going in the future? Are you excited about it? Do you think there's like more they can do with this? Like this is just the beginning? There's tons of possibilities. Like if content creators are able to do and make a lot of stuff, especially like that, and how those documentaries and all that go? Oh, there's gonna be tons of stuff eventually. They got Kakashi? Yo, this is like... <laughs> yo, a gun? No, yo! GTA! Like, I was thinking about all the possibilities that you guys can do in VR chat. Like, create your own sets. Um, you know, it's probably easier to find people to cast, because all it is is voice and they can act out the characters themselves. That was crazy. I just see everyone pushing VR to their like to the limits and just like creating more and more and just like making things that I thought were not possible still for our technology to be possible. I think that um, it would really involve into you know more people's lives, you know, even people that don't use um, VR or just game in general. Yeah, it seems like there's endless possibilities. Seriously, yeah. The one thing I love uh, about things like VR, especially VR chat, is the amount of limitless possibilities you have with uh, avatar creation or uh, world creation, which allows you to create content, whether it's uh, films, shorts, or just like interactive things like um, games or, I, you know, I'm not the best at explaining things. I'm just an egg here, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you um, so much. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're back. Uh, back to the VR and Chill podcast. And I am sitting down with Metacosm Studios. What's up, guys? Yo, what's going on? So you are the guy, the people that are making Into the Metaverse movie. Tell me about that. You guys want to go this way or that way? Hey, hey, we'll whatever works so best for you guys. We, we started 
the first thing was like a concept, like VR chat, the movie we released the concept trailer back in, was it 21, 20, yeah, 21, 2020? Yeah. I don't remember. 21, 21. But that was, that was all it was going to be. It was just going to be a concept, uh, you know, the trailer of an idea of what a VR adventure film would look like if it was done in VR chat. After we released that, we got a lot of positive feedback. So I sat down with Sky and some other people and, hey, hey, you guys want to make a full length film? And we all agreed. So I went back and basically I had to, I had like five pages of, a, of the trailer that I had to kind of figure out how to make those five pages of the concept trailer into this like future length film. So yeah. basically I had to rewrite, uh, I had to write a, a movie. It took about two, three months. Um, and you know, later on we changed the name to into the metaverse for legal reasons, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Now, was that like a, a VR chat thing? Like they hit you up and like, uh, you know, yeah, yeah they hit us much. up. They said, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's understandable. I mean, they, they like what yeah. we're doing, but, but you know, uh, yeah, we did I try mean, to reach you, out to them in the beginning too, but they kind of just were just like, they didn't say anything and they hit us up on Twitter and we're like, Hey, and we're like, Oh. Okay, we got it. Yeah, I think it was because it started getting a little more attention, and that's when it kind of hit them again. I thought, oh, okay, let's reach out to these guys. So, yeah. And so, what all are all of your roles on the movie? If you guys want to just work your way down, I'm the writer, director, and uh, uh, editor and cinematographer of the film. I just produce all the money, I throw it at him, and he, I buy stuff. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Um, I actually joined Metacosm because of that project. I don't have an involvement in it, but I do uh, assist with other projects and direct other projects. And uh, I'm the main body actor for Kakashi, and I also assisted with making some of the... Well, all, all the VFX that you see in it, the majority of them, I, I helped make those, so... I'm one of the cameramen for Into the Metaverse, and I also make my own films. When it comes to making a film in vr chat what are some of the challenges that you guys face from a body actor perspective it's is dealing with like because before it was the 1.0 1.0 like i case for vr chat so yeah. when we were filming it we had to deal with like all that jank and it's and so, oh man sometimes it would just be so bad <laughs> you're constantly um, getting yanked by your butt when you're like trackers yeah, yeah, go yeah, out or, exactly yeah. and like mm -hmm. and it's like I, I only have three point tracking right so like you can't really track your elbows properly so like doing fight scenes you gotta like you know properly angle you gotta like figure out those angles it, it, there's all kinds of little like nuances I actually saw uh, one of the fight scenes that you got I think I saw it on Twitter like a little like uh, snippet of like different things it looked so dope it's fascinating because you watch it, and and as someone who, who plays VR chat, you're like, "How the hell did they do that?" So I mean, that's it. it just it looks amazing, but I guess it's working. Time now, lots of yeah, lots of time. And I can imagine. And, yeah. yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Now, like, do you guys have like avatar creators that like will help you out, like to uh, like build the proportions of the avatar to like your actual real life proportions, so it moves better? No. no, pretty much. Mm -hmm. It's I. I mean, we have some avatars that I think were kind of like updated from originally, like when we had them, like the one for the main character Kakashi, like the one we had was kind of just like super outdated and it needed to be changed. So we had one of our people oh, yeah. like go and like update it and everything. But most of right. the avatars that you see, I kind of just like in the spare time that we weren't filming, I just go out to different worlds and try to find different avatars to have like either in the background or if it's a main character or if it's just like you know 
somebody who just like comes along for two seconds says the line and then leaves every everything you see is just like stuff that's most of the stuff that you see is pretty much just avatars that people have like you know built or made or whatever and put into vr chat right yeah and i, I will say like watching both trailers you guys really did like you, you you can fade the vr chat experience extremely well in my like opinion like you watch it and you almost get goosebumps like man this is this is real like you know it you have like all of the kooky characters in there and like you were saying like you guys use a lot of uh ips but i almost feel like it's necessary for this type of movie because you're you're in the metaverse and here people can be whatever they want so i feel like that's exactly. really important so what are uh, some high points in making this? Some highs, some lows? I mean, a low is definitely finding every single avatar, having to go to every other world and trying to also remember. Because we have, so my whole thing is like, I try to like focus on a lot of like the background stuff. So it's just like, there's there's some like films or whatever. Where it's just like, there's two characters and it's just like, you have this big open world in the background. It's just like, why not fill it with people and like fill it with things? Right. So it was kind of just like, originally like getting all those people, like after we made the first trailer, like we had more people like join up. It's just getting those people and getting them those avatars and having them do specific things and making sure everybody's like, you know, on key, nobody's breaking in the background, nobody's running around doing stuff, making it like look all like messed up. So it's kind of just like, oh, on that stuff is definitely like it's fun but also it's like a very like bouncing time before it's very time consuming trying to make sure all that stuff like looks and flows correctly so like one scene right how long does that take it depends on the scene if it's uh, a lot of things going on especially if there's a lot of people involved in this scene and it takes a little bit to get everyone organized but, yeah. I think we have a good really example, like in the trailer in the trailer when uh, Rika the, the main uh, female character goes to Cafe LeBlanc and she meets Kakashi for the first time. It's just like, there, there'll be more that's probably there. Um, but for us, that took like maybe like, I think a week or two just to film. And it'll probably be like, maybe like four or five minutes, like in the film, maybe not even, probably maybe even <laughs> less. Yeah, that's so. crazy. So I do this podcast, right? And I, I, I do a show getting everyone on board, conveying what you want. And then having people follow direction in VR chat with, you know, there's when you talk, it takes a minute for it to get to someone else. And people are talking over each other. I mean, do you guys ever have to be like, yell at someone be like, no, you just you gotta do this. Like get back in line. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, don't think I was like, I feel. So, so that, that <laughs> kind of scales depending on how many people we actually have on set. So if there's only like five people on set it's really controlled, really organized. But for yeah. the big for the big shots, example, uh, I think in the trailer there was there was a shot of us in like kind of like a studio type world, kind of like a like one of those theme park looking worlds where there's like just a bunch of people. I think we had like 20 or 30 people on set that day. But like just mm -hmm. it, it would take like 10, 15 minutes just to reset up everyone, just to yeah, get yeah. get the shot going again because there's so many people and like trying to convey okay like okay reset 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 you know guys stop talking reset like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that was just an established shot. That that established yeah. shot was literally like five seconds long in the movie, but it took a while to get that established shot with all those people. Yeah. yeah, because the focus is like on the main characters like when we have a shot of them like walking or talking or saying something Obviously you want the stuff in the background to still like be coherent with that So it's just like you have to make sure everyone hey guys wait while we like go over like the lines or talk about this or talk about that So the way we kind of do it. I mean, I feel like it's not too terrible. We have like the constant kind of stays in discord 
and we have everybody who's body acting in the discord channel like we have like a bunch of channels and stuff and pretty much everybody's like muted except for him and like maybe like one or two other people and he pretty okay. much when he talks it's just kind of like everybody hears it because you have to like be in discord in order to, yeah it's like, yeah, it's like so it's kind of just like yeah just like a voice from everywhere it just comes down like all right get ready everyone's like oh okay <laughs> yes sir <laughs> where do you guys see vr chat content going and like how do you feel about vr chat content like overall we've actually been seeing an increase in vr chat film um what i i'd like to do this every week actually where i just go into youtube and type in vr chat film and sort by like recent right and we've been seeing quite a lot of stuff popping up um so it's actually going a really good direction it is actually a lot easier to do film and vr than people think um, really we have a lot of the technologies right here starting with the stream camera i mean you can actually film with that and it looks pretty good but if you want to take it a step higher um there's you know the vrc lens that a lot of people use i want to encourage people to do more film and metacosm as a whole also encourages that um and we're willing to help out yeah too. honestly I mean, like, like we're in the metaverse where you can do literally anything you want you can build whatever you want Instead of paying, you know, 10, 20 grand to get a full-scale model of a dinosaur if we need it for a scene, right? We can just 3D model yeah, it. and that's like way cheaper, way cheaper than trying to do that <laughs> in real life. Well, it's even like worlds. Like if you guys needed like yeah, a yeah. certain background, like just boom. There's existing worlds and you can create worlds from the ground up. But there's also an in-between. Um, shout out to our dev person, Peach Bite. She does wonderful work. And... We've well, kind of figured we'll out that you can also, exactly, um, we can put things on avatars and incorporate them into the world and make it look like a kind of conglomerated mashup. Um, for instance, you know, we've had like vehicles that we've put on an avatar and you can control them because of fizz bones now. And so you can move the car and make it look like it's falling off a ledge and put it in a world and then no one would really be able to tell it's, you know, not part of the world. Do you use anything special for cameras? Like I saw on one of uh, the videos, uh, uh, the guy who's controlling the camera, like, he's in a special avatar. I mean, do you guys do anything fancy with that? If I remember correctly, our, our asset team lead, uh, Peach, Peach Blight, um, she, she actually kind of tweaked the camera a little bit and customized it to how Constantine likes, likes to use it, and that's the one that we generally use. Like you said, those, those robots, all those robots have different purposes depending on you know what robot it is like recently i created one that's a dolly where you, it's it literally pushes just a button and you sit on something and you go you know but it's it's yeah we we create like little tools like that to help us out with with all the filming stuff is there anything that you guys can share about like future projects that you have planned uh well i don't really have much right now but you guys i know you guys have some things okay yeah his next thing What's is that? top secret so he can't talk about it but i'll <laughs> you myself okay <laughs> Myself and Silent Snow Fox over there, we're working on, uh, I, I mean, I don't know how much we want to say. We're working on a show? I don't... It's, it's right here. Oh yeah, that, that show. I, I didn't know, I didn't know if she changed to the poster. Oh, yeah, that's... It's oh, called, it's, okay. called it's, 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 it's an anime called The Time I Died to Work a 9 to 5 in Another Universe. It's a, uh, it's just like a, just like a general anime. I don't want to give too much away, but it's more so like comedy based and it stars myself and Silent Snow Fox. And some other characters you might see here on this couch maybe not i don't know i can't spoil too much but yeah that's pretty much it that's for for me and Donald snow fox one question though is it gonna have a dope anime opening you gotta have a dope anime opening right? absolutely okay, <laughs> We're okay working on it working on it yeah, okay low key, okay low key, low key. <laughs> all right all right my Go current on. project is 
kind of there, there's a there's a Twitter post um about it that was a casting call um where we kind of like looking for voice actors and body actors, but it's a feature length film, um a little different of a direction than what we have in Metacosm right now. It's very not very slow, but it's slower paced, more emotional, and a lot darker. Um, simply, I won't spoil too much, but I will say I aim to explore the kind of experiences you might find in VR chat, the personalities, and what you might have to deal with, <clears throat> drinking, and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but in a very set setting that doesn't say that's VR chat. Um, I want to make sure that people are treated as human, because in VR chat, um, you know, we all are human, but the setting's just a little different. Right now, we've been making a, a lot of like short films, right? I wanted to try to try a different format. Uh, so my next project is going to be a high production show, something with like real people. Kind and of that's like, like a reality TV, TV show. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah. Elam's likes to consider himself Mr. Beast because he just tries different things and sees what works and what doesn't. He keeps doing it. <laughs> okay, everything I, mean, I make, are you supposed yeah, to do I always, <laughs> I always make something. Uh, I try my best to make something unique and different. Um, you've seen, you've guys seen a through uh, a, a few productions like straight through at this point, right? There's the good, the bad, the monkey. There's uh, back rooms, the anime. There's what if um, mirrors were in uh, VR, VR chat. chat. Voicemail. The, the newest one, voicemail. Yo, I'm, I'm helping you is... out here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there any advice that you guys can give to like new people that want to try to do this? Yeah, I actually had the you same exact reiterate. conversation yeah. at Horicon. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, the favorite word of the day for this is plan. Uh, make sure you kind of lay out what you want, storyboard it the best you can, learn VR <laughs> chat cameras and how to use them, and then kind of set everything up to the point where you can just start taking test footage. And then once you kind of reach that stage, your test footage is the key thing to pitch. Um, people like seeing visual like things. And so if okay. you post like a little, little scene or like a trailer or something on Twitter, there's a pretty big chance that if someone likes it, they're going to want to act for you, you know? And that's a good way to get people okay. to join your team. Um, and you can always, you know, work with friends too, because there's a lot of films that you can make with only a couple of people. Um, I mean, oh, yeah. voicemail, the thing we just released was, I mean, for the most, yeah, for the most part of it, it was only done with, like, three people. When you're doing these projects, or, or, you know, whether it's a movie, a music video, a game show, just also remember, I know it's going to sound cringe, but to also have fun, because you're not really, at the end of the day, probably not going to be getting paid for it, you're doing it with your friends, yeah. not trying to, like, ruin your friendships, or, you know, drive yourself crazy trying to do something where it's just, like... Yeah, let's just let's just enjoy ourselves like you know we have serious times but it's just like you know we also want to have fun too the, the less you try to make it a job the better off you probably the more enjoyment you can probably get out of it i kind of like what a like the subtext of vr chat right it's create share play like you got to have all three of yeah. these in order to to you know and i have a good time i feel like content uh creation in vr chat is, is extremely important because how many times have you met someone they're like oh i watched the a drumsy video or a, a josh dubs video and that's why i got into vr chat because the knuckles were running around and it was funny and i, I wanted to experience <laughs> that you know yeah. <laughs> um how did you guys get into vr chat and like how does it go from like oh we're, we're having fun in vr chat to all right now we're making this movie trailer <laughs> i used to make like short films on different video games back in the day that's how i started grand theft auto um, so right 
Yeah, Grand Theft Auto, Halo, Machinimas is Halo Machinimas. <laughs> yeah, I did my research back yeah. in the day. So when I played VR chat, you know, like everybody else, I got on because of the knuckles. And then I saw people with like, you know, the VR, the hand movement, and then I saw people with full body and I was like, Wow, that's that would be really cool, you know, making a machinima on here. Then the whole knuckles thing where the whole finding the way thing and that's when I came up with what if we do like the adventure kind of thing of what is the way? Let's do the let's go find the way, something like that. And once the knuckles died, that gave me even more reason of the whole. Well, let's go find the knuckles, you know. So this was probably back like in December of 2017. Like it was kind of like it was starting to pop off a little bit, and I just like I had one friend was like, "Bro, you try it out." So it was just on desktop, and then I bought the original Rift, and then I threw up in it like twice, and I was like, "It was fun while it lasted, <laughs> but like it ain't working for me." So I returned it, and then I came back like in 20. Like tw probably early, tw like midway 2020, and then that's when Constantine hit me up. Yeah, again did you buy it like, back? Hey. No, yeah, no, no. I bought a completely different version. I didn't buy the same one. I bro, that, ugh, motion sickness <laughs> is the worst. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you bought it the VR headset again because I I told you, hey, I have an idea for a uh, trailer for VR yeah. chat. We hadn't spoken in some time, and they hit me up, and he was just like, hey, like I have this idea, like if find some people, like let's make it happen. I was like, okay. And then I came on, and then I brought Snowfox in yeah, as well. And then we just we just met a bunch of people, in. and then he hit me up, and he's just like, "Hey, did you think?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah." I'm like, "I have a pretty sizable friend group now. Sure, I'll ask them." And then some people came, some people didn't, and then here we are. I guess off Sky King, he's he's the one that kind of dragged me into into VR chat because we used to play, or we still do actually. We play we play an MMO called Final Fantasy fourteen. So he he drew me in by saying like, oh, you know, you like you like these anime games, like you can be an anime character in this game. So <laughs> I mean, it's a good pitch. It is a good pitch. Right, yeah. I literally I literally just said I just said anime titties, and he's like, bro, sign me up instantly. Down <laughs> I feel I feel like. I feel like anime titties are important to VR chat. It definitely gets they people are, in. Bro. The whole <laughs> culture, man. It's a whole culture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I joined um, um, very boringly, too. Just in 2017, showed up, liked the game, stuck around for a bit, disappeared for a while, went to college, started playing in college again in VR instead of desktop, and ran to these guys. So you guys are, like, really, like, early, right? Like... I was, I think you are, and you a little bit, but I think that's it. I don't, yeah. I don't think Silent yeah, uh, Snowfox and Elon like didn't play 21. for a while. Yeah, I joined 2018. Oh, okay, never mind. He was there. We just didn't know. He was on the other side, upside See, down worlds. Have you guys gotten to the point now too, where it's like production's a little bit easier because you have? I mean, I saw your server. You guys have quite a bit of people in there like do you just can you just make an announcement and you have a bunch of people show up for like full body and stuff like when we first started we didn't have that many people we kind of had like the small group yeah. that i was talking about earlier um after we put out the first trailer we had more people and then when we put out like the second the official trailer then we had a, a lot more people come in because it was we premiered at a vr con and a lot of people saw it so now it's kind of just like we have specific chats and what we'll do is like what colin was saying before is like you put a little snippet up on uh, twitter people join and he's like okay and he pretty much just puts out a thing like hey guys please go to this uh what is it like the google sign up sheet form thing yep and people mm -hmm. just fill it out and just be like hey like okay like what times can you make they kind of just see if it like fits with the schedule that like whomever is filming the project works with and then we kind of just go based off that because it, it can be a little hard sometimes too just because especially people with quest because some worlds that we use don't aren't like aren't quest compatible so it's like, that's kind of yeah. like a major struggle that we have with that. But I mean, for the most part, it's kind of just like we put up the form and 
normally a, a lot a majority of people kind of sign up and then we use those people like the entire time like you know like hey you guys been helping out like we'll put out like hey filming tonight at like 8 p.m who can show up and then whoever interacts to like the message or replies and get on at that time and we'll start filming <laughs> one thing i really wanted to touch on was you guys might cringe at this but eac right when vr chat implemented the the easy anti-cheat coming from someone who relies on vr chat you know you guys film in vr chat you produce content in vr chat is it hard when a when vr chat itself can make a decision that messes up like makes people literally leave the community like how, how do you guys respond to that like how do you deal with that well, yeah it was, you know what it was rough yeah it it was pretty rough i mean when the whole community like kind of exploded at that um because we kind of work so much you know around vr chat and you know we know a lot of vr chat people and i'm sure the devs have a kind of like a viewpoint on us we avoid you know mods and stuff like that to begin with and so we didn't really have too much of a struggle with the change um i know right. a lot of people use mods to film and actually yeah. i've heard of those and those are pretty cool um but we stuck to the safe route and when that ESE update happened, the only thing we had to try to figure out was how to not crash. And once we got past that stage, we're just we're just going to keep on going. I mean, we got the VRC lens, we got the drone, we got the controls, we got all these dev things thanks to Peach. And here we are, right? There's a, some, a lot of people that would like, I guess, who like had helped out in the beginning that no longer like could play VR chat just because either their computers like they had like like mods that kind of like limited like so much stuff so they could actually play the game or like you know people who like had like hearing problems that had like certain settings with like you know mods or whatever but like when EAC kind of came in and got rid of all that we did lose like like I don't want to say a bunch of people but a lot of people were kind of like I'm never playing again I'm going to a different thing so on and so forth and some people came back but there was also some people who like just kind of just left and mm -hmm. were just gone so it sucks like I mean they could have done it better but you know it is what it is I don't own VR chat so we just play the game <laughs> we could yeah, sum I mean, it up it by saying it, it do be like that it, it, it do be like that and it does worry me for the future like that they can make a decision piss off half their community and then like, things i've worked hard for kind of just fall apart you know what i mean because vr chat it, is it's where i make my not a living but that's where i have my fun so it's where i make right. my content and, yeah bro know, this is where you so. crash on your couch man like if they take your couch away <laughs> then, where are you gonna sleep <laughs> yeah where am i gonna sleep man um from a from a business perspective i just want to say that i personally think it's really really important to own own the assets that you have so example like your studio here yeah that's actually huge that you have access to this and that you own it because just in case vr chat does do something like outlandish you're able to take your assets and you know if necessary go to another platform with it um yeah, and it, it's cool too, because I mean, I even asked my creator, like, you know, Evans, if the next big VR thing is on Unreal Engine, you know, he's like, well, we can just port everything to Unreal Engine. I mean, it's a little difficult, exactly. but it's doable. So it doesn't even really matter what platform the, the game engine is on. So that is that is true. <laughs> um, all right, uh, I think we'll probably start wrapping it up here soon. But one thing I wanted to ask is, do you guys think that you're going to revive the knuckles meme when this movie comes out do you think there's going to be a resurgence <laughs> i don't know i don't know i don't know you never I know, he, I don't know. He, 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 
He hopes so. He he loves Knuckles avatars. He was like, "Do you think I could go on the yeah, podcast yeah. as one?" And we're like, "No, <laughs> why not, dude? <laughs> it's the VR and chill podcast. As long as we're chilling, anything goes." <laughs> I just realized something. Cool. If they do come back, everyone's gonna hate you. Eggs, you know, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but there, you know, there are a big part of you know whether their people dislike them. There are a big part of VR chats, so you know we had to include them in you know. They're just the it's history why they're exactly it's history so yeah. Have to, have yeah. Involved, yeah is there anything you guys can share about into the metaverse a new trailer maybe release date anything i gotta try i gotta try guys <laughs> that's up to you big man <laughs> it's, your, it's my job to try <laughs> uh, very very soon we'll, we'll, we'll have more information on that very soon okay very professional i like that um like it's i said lying. i have to try very soon <laughs> Very soon. Yeah, okay. Please look, please look forward to it. Very soon. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to watch this thing. Um, and it's, it's inspired me to make content as well. So I, I thank all of you and thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm extremely humbled yeah, thanks by. Thanks for it. having us. I heard that like, um, you guys are doing like an expanded universe thing. So is there going to be like sequels? Are some of your characters going to jump into other movies? Are they going to make background cameos? Like, what's going on with that? Uh, well, that's the yeah. plan is to build uh, um, certain films that where characters can cross over, you know. And first, the, the, I guess like the movie that initiates all that is you know into the metaverse. Um, but Absolutely. hopefully, you know, if things go well, we can we can do that. That that is the so plan, though. That's the big plan is to. This uh, is your Iron Man, essentially, like the thing that starts it all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess yeah. This is okay. the Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. You can already see examples of that if you look at some of our stuff. Um, with voicemail, if you look at the opening scene, <clears throat> remember to look at Twitter to see uh, the casting call video. And I think you might be able to put two and two together. Um, but like Constance oh, said, shit. all of our stuff is connected. So it's kind of funny that way. The one thing I'm curious, and you guys don't have to answer this because it might be something. So like in my the third episode of, of the show that I'm doing, right? I'm going to have a character piss. You're going to take a piss, right? But he's he's pissing in VR chat. So, how how do you guys? Nice. It is into the metaverse. Does it take place in virtual reality? Because like, if my character's peeing, is he peeing in real life, or is he acting like he's peeing in VR chat? Like, how does that work? I'm very curious about this. Well, the first question we have to ask is: Your friend have a shit bucket? Is that what we're talking about, or is it actually using the bathroom? <laughs> we don't know. It's kind of just okay. a funny thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, like, I will say that, like, in my films, pretty much everyone in my films, the, the, there's not, like, somebody playing them. They're, the characters are the characters. Like, them, it's not somebody controlling the characters, I guess. Right. If that makes sense. But, so, it's it's just a confusing thing. Like, is there, is, is, is it taking, <laughs> is it? Yeah, you're is saying, there... so it's kind of like with your Iron Man example, right? Where it's just like, yeah. is, is Robert Downey Jr. actually Iron Man? Where it's just like, in the metaverse, it's just like, this is the character. This is who they are. Whoever plays them it could be anybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So like yeah. in, in, in the trailer, when like, uh, well, they're going to school, right? I think there's like a there's scene when they're like in school and stuff. Yeah. Are they people in the real world? going to school within VR chat. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, there's like this whole, well, is that something that you guys are just not going to acknowledge and just let people like, kind of just like, hey, this is a funny, weird thing that. 
So the the beginning of the trailer is that we show a bunch of anime characters. We kind of consider that like the anime universe. You know, like, you know, where all anime characters live in the same universe. And then they come and explore the, the VR chat universe. So the it's like, they're, no, they're not. Exactly. They're not really people. They're like their own people, I guess you could say that. They're not like played by, oh, they're put on, they put on a headset. It's like right. they just travel to another universe. Yeah. That's awesome. I like that. Yeah, with, with with what you were saying is like you know they're not actually learning anything when they're sitting there. Just they're just waiting for him to say action and be like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh man, cool, cool. All right, well, this has been the VR and Chill podcast. This is Metacosm Studios. Uh, you guys have anything to say before we cut it out? Maybe oh, something you guys want to plug? Names, Twitter, <laughs> social media. Oh yeah, ch- check us out at twitter.com slash metacosmstudios and youtube.com slash metacosmstudios and instagram.com slash metacosmstudios Yeah, yeah check, check out voicemail By the time this comes yeah. out, it'll be like a month old, right? Yeah, 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 don't worry, don't worry <laughs> What? I, <just> wanna, <laughs> I wanna give a big thanks to everyone's that, everyone that's helped us along with our projects Yeah, for sure really appreciate it because we wouldn't be here without you know, all the support from everyone in the communities Sure. Yeah, if there was no that's... VR chat, there'd be, be no movie. There's nobody <laughs> here. All right, this has been the VR and Show podcast. Uh, thank you for watching. If you could give a like and uh, subscribe, it helps out a lot. And uh, I'll catch you on the next one. See you later, guys. I don't know where the camera is, but don't bye. forget your sponsor. <laughs> don't forget your sponsor by Manscape. Manscape, shave your balls, <laughs> bro. Oh, <man. laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, I really appreciate it.